0: Welcome back to the oven, my crispy cousins, for another installment of Oh God It Burns, your buyer's guide to bad comics. You know, it was only a matter of time before DC got wise to the fact that they didn't really need Frank Miller to either write, plot, or be in any reasonable way creatively involved with a book for them to still make money off of it. All they needed was his precious, precious name. So just as our great Cheeto-in-Chief had once licensed his name off to towers, water bottles, and steaks, DC would do the same with Old Frankie and pay him for his most valuable asset, his name. After all, the company had been grooming its very own Frank Miller in the lab for years, and with the demand for sequels to beloved properties sky high, it was time to unleash the Brian Azzarello so they could put that leash right back on Frank. Dark Knight 3 the Master Race succeeds in being a thoroughly competent follow-up to the original Dark Knight Returns, albeit missing all of the familiar insanity of its predecessors. Adam Cooper is on art doing his best Miller impersonation, and after a few issues and a few very honest interviews, where Miller flat out admitted that he had no involvement with the story or book whatsoever, Frank was even brought on to deliver some honestly stunning artwork and pen the backup stories. You've seen him at his best. You've seen him broken, you've seen him angry, but you've never seen Frank Miller quite like this before. Under adult supervision. So get ready to hit the back issue bins and snap up the series destined to restore balance to your coveted long box of cursed and forbidden comics on this week's rejuvenating episode of... Oh God, it burns. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to... Oh, Oh, God, it burns! burns, The podcast about bad comics and the bad boys who love them. I'm Bad Boy Nick. I'm Bad Boy Bruno. And today, we're going to be looking, uh, continuing our look at Frank Miller's Dark Knight universe when it gets down to Miller time. And this time, we're going to the second sequel to The Dark Knight Returns. And this time, DC has learned a thing or two about Frank Miller's more base impulses and decided, hey, Frankie, you're going to have a chaperone on this
1: one. Alright, this is uh, giving you a little bit of a rundown on uh, Miller Time. If as Last time you joined us, we had that hangover uh, starting from uh, drinking too much. This is after you go to the bathroom and uh, throw up and clear yourself out. You're ready for round two. So you're coming back in. But this time you'll be smarter about this. You're not just going to go down in that pitcher. You're going to start drinking some light stuff and working your way back up so you could keep that buzz going. This is what oh, that Oh, it's does. more
0: like you still realize that you're not functional. So you ask a buddy. who's like, hey, can you just do all my work for me?
1: Yes. Because <laughs> it's kind of what this comes out to. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this is where you're kind of sober enough to realize like, hey, uh, I'm going to need a taxi to get home. Can you guys set that up for me so I don't drive before you – so that you don't go like, I got this. I, I can do this. I could totally do this. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's it's when you give your younger brother the controller while you play with the other controller and make him feel like he's doing <laughs> all the work is what Dark Knight 3 feels like. We can keep going on and on with these analogies. Yes. It's a spiral. And it's and Frank Miller has been very forthright in this because every time they ask him about it, like F- Miller has no reason to give any fucks. Like, he's just like... He's like, I get money. I don't care. <laughs> I get money for this. So he's like, listen... Dark Knight 3 I had my ideas I wanted to call it Superman and Batman the master race because it's no secret like if you look at anything that he's done in uh, the Dark Knight universe it's basically a veiled attempt at writing Superman but because they won't give him Superman he just makes a Batman story that he can shoehorn Superman whenever he wants to <laughs> and even like into like the smallest little details he's got it I think the only one he never even made an, a reference to him in was year one everything else like he's obsessed with Superman and he's just like just trying to get that in there. So in interviews, you know, I asked him I was like, "So, what were your ideas for this one?" I was like, ah, I don't I don't have anything to do with this." I was like, "Really?" So, what what's the deal? Aren't you co-plotting with Brian Azzarello? He's like, "Yeah, I gave him some ideas, he can use them, he cannot use them. It's really his thing. DC's just putting my name on the cover to sell copies." <laughs> and that is Frank Miller primetime give no fucks. Just like, what are you going to do to me, DC?
1: You're still going to sell this stuff. He's, he's still randomly in the background going, like, do this. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever, Frank. <laughs> uh, it's just like, you know what would be really good
0: is if you, uh, you know, draw Martian Manhunter like uh, a four-year-old drew him. <laughs> and then John Romita Jr. just kind of humors him in one panel. <laughs> Does it. Which happens, I think, in the second issues backup, yeah. where John Romita Jr. does his best Frank Miller impression, and it was just like, "Okay, Frank, that's your Martian Manhunter. Here, the fuck you go." <laughs> Here it is. But overall, like the quality jumps up immensely from Dark Knight Strikes Again, and I feel like this is actually like the only actual true sequel.
1: Yeah
0: to uh, Dark Knight Returns even though it does have its callbacks to uh, Dark Knight Strikes again but it's very much we're clearing the slate we're going to make sure that uh, all the bad taste you had in your mouth from the last one it's not there but we're keeping all the good ideas we've got Laura we've got uh, Wonder Woman having the baby uh, which wasn't in Dark Knight Strikes again that, but it was very much hinted at that they were going to continue with that the, kind of stuff
1: yeah. I, I mean all it does is it, it takes away from the Dark Knight Strikes as a politically motivated comic book and sets it up as a base kind of like what marvel did with age of apocalypse like every once in a while they just throw it a story that takes place in the age of apocalypse and it keeps that going but it also kind of resets a lot of the status quo yeah so that it's not quite the same age of apocalypse that you remember um but it is still like the, the core part is the same like so this is the dark knight where batman has effectively retired because he, Cause he got
0: the shit kicked out of him by uh, Lex Luthor, who, by the way, is still giant, fat, and bald, and naked. But they never call him Lex Luthor in this, so yeah. it could just be anybody
1: that he was fighting in the last one. Maybe one of the mutants from the first one. Yeah, so, I mean, as far as it goes, it's just <laughs> the, the callbacks to to that. But it's like, no, 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 we're... J- it's still Batman will be retired, it's still going on, but we're going to keep the good parts that we like and just kind of forget... The political content like um i think there's only one allusion to the president where they're like yeah we keep giving him like blood tests and stuff to make sure that he's real yeah and that's the only callback to like like they just were like oh, we accept that we had a president that wasn't real for however many years we had that president yeah
0: and, and then you also have some political stuff mixed in there but it by no means is it like a forerunning uh, subplot like it was in like all the other ones even yeah. the next one that is published uh, you get cameos by Hillary and Trump so Hillary Clinton and Trump this was uh, published during the election so you got them kind of trading barbs back and forth and some of the TV stuff most of the TV stuff now is handled through text message as well so you see some text message uh, conversations between them yep. um, which I think is is pretty forward like pretty
1: updated. I, I mean, it is, uh, like, because in all the other books, he's always had something that was supposed to be, like, essentially the muses or the chorus. I mean, of, like, basically like, and he
0: basically, like, foresaw the YouTube influence. Yeah, and, and, and,
1: Dark and just, just threw, like, those lenses in there. So this is, like, they have that. Honestly, a lot of times, you can kind of skip through it. They don't really add anything. In fact, sometimes it's, like, a text message that has a conversation that was, like, picked up from the middle of a conversation. It's like, so where are you at, dude? And then it's just, like, watching a fight. And then, like the guy will just be like, "So, what do you think of the fight?" And I was like, "All right, that's not really adding anything to yeah. it." There, there's, there's something no about new these too. It's just
0: like Brian Azzarella does a really good Frank Miller cover
1: band, yes.
0: Um, but he's not as interesting with the more Frank Millery bits, like yeah. the the little interludes and in running. Like, there's no stuff.
1: super chicks this time around. There's no even allusions to them. Oh, there is an allusion to it. There, there's one. There is one. <laughs> there is one. We'll, not, we'll get there. When we get it. But it's through. not directly like that. So, oh, it's, it's in your face. <laughs> it's in your face. And it's Frank Miller
0: drawing it, too, so he's like, motherfucker, you will remember me! <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, yeah it's, it definitely
1: makes a point.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so before we get into the story, really, uh, we kind of want to pick up where the characters are starting off. Because this is an ensemble cast. Like, basically, Dark Knight Strikes Again was supposed to be Batman getting the Justice League back together, the Age of Heroes coming back again. And we still have a pretty big cast of heroes right here in Dark Knight. Three, so uh, to pick up uh, Superman, uh, and this wasn't in Dark Knight Strikes again, but he's frozen in ice in the Fortress of Solitude. It's years later, and he's really just gone into solitude. Because I feel like at this point, is it just because he doesn't feel like he has a place in this world, or what he's contributing? I mean, there, there's no. They feel dur- shame over like no-
1: being supplicant to Lutheran and Brainiac. There was no direct answer to that, but if you take the context of which was given, which is that. Um, it starts off, Laura is fighting with her mom, uh, as, like, because they're Amazons. So uh, her like, mom is Wonder Woman. Yeah, her mom's Wonder Woman, and they're just having a sparring session, um, you know, and, uh, Laura, uh, then, uh, like, after the session's done, um, Wonder Woman goes into the palace where the Amazon, and they, like, going over things, and, like, your daughter left, and she's like, why can't he just, she just leave him be? And she flies over, and she's clearly at the Fortress of Solitude. And she's looking down, and she's like, Why did you let the ants knock you from the sky? And she flies into the Fortress of Solitude, and there he is standing there, just like encased in ice, like not moving, just sitting on his like a throne. Almost like kind of like if, and if you saw Aquaman, like the Dead King. Mm-hmm. So just standing there and just done. And it, it seems like um, after the events of Dark Knight Strikes again he realized how like inept he was and with everything with like being Brainiac and uh, Lex Luthor's plaything, and just being their victim. He, I don't think he has a role or feels like he has a role in humanity anymore. He's been Superman this entire time doing what they've asked. He doesn't have a Clark Kent persona to keep, to go back to, um, you know, his wife or Wonder Woman, the one he's with doesn't really need him around and she's raising her kid. He's just, like, a sperm donor and gone. Mm. And she's... And Laura keeps visiting him while he's frozen there, being like, why aren't you moving? Like, why don't you tell me what's going on? Like, I have so many questions about who I am and what I should do, and you just kind of gave up on life, and you're done. And it's while she's in the cave... Or, the sorry, the Fortress of Solitude that she hears a noise, which I'm assuming only she can hear, and she goes, and it's the Bottle City of Candor, which played a big part in taking down Brainiac in Dark Knight Strikes Again, um, and they're just like, help us, and they blast help us with their heat vision on the bottle, and that kicks off the whole premise of what the Master Race is about, which is that... Um, Laura, looking for a place in the world, decides that it's time to let the Kandorians out and figure out a way to get them back to normal. And so she enlists the Atom, who was, you know, going about his life, still doing that thing where he shrinks and has, like, a fight session with, like, weird things. This time, instead of, like, amoebas, it's, like, weird lizards, like he found the microverse. I, lo- I love shape.
0: everything to do with Ray Palmer. Like, his...
1: like, he's really <laughs> o- overdoes it. And it pops out. And then she's, like, uh, I need, like, he sees, like, a little man, and he's just, like, what does he want? And then, like, Laura shows up with the Bottle City, and she's, like, you know, I brought this to it. Like, we need to figure this out. And then she's, like, he's saying something. What's he saying? I can't hear him. He's too small. And she's, like, yeah, he's, like, they're tired of being small. Can we help them out? So he, you know, puts his brain to work and figures it out. And he has this uh, platform and this device that he has on and he blasts the city, uh, like the, the platform, and it's supposed to be a thousand members of the Kryptonians that are in Kandor, like the first party. Um, and they're supposed to uh, like integrate, and then he's going to bring out a thousand more. So he can bring out a thousand at a time, because the thousand people that are powered by the sun is a lot. Yeah. I don't understand why his welcome committee could have been like 12 uh, <laughs> but he, he did like a thousand at a time to get the city out because he knew that he couldn't just blast the whole city into being because you know what damage there would be population kind of damage. Issues, like, yeah big so, time. so he did uh, arbitrarily a thousand but he knew as soon as he enlarged he made a mistake because out of the thousand hundreds are dead and there's like one crew and this guy and he's like I've made a mistake and he goes to try to shrink them but you know he super reflexes the guy just stops him and turns the device on himself i found that a little cartoony because what he did is like the device looked like one of those old school like tuning fork things with like no it's super so sci-fi it's like it super, super super
0: sci-fi f- it's got like a the little a, coil
1: like it, I, I can't, it doesn't even so much look like coils
0: or like giant balls yeah that kind of it, it, like go oh, down I, to I, a point I,
1: I don't know what you've seen it Everywhere Every single sci-fi Every sci-fi Like especially cartoon, like, the, the old bad yeah. sci-fis With like Robbie the Robot It's just like There's a shaft The fucking it's little saucer basically
0: Marvin Martian's Yeah gun. the ray gun
1: That's what <laughs> it, Marvin Martian's ray gun That's what it is It's the, the little Pointing end of the ray gun With the little cylinders That leads into the ball And he's got that Sticking out of his chest Pointing forward Like on a little Tablet And What he does is He Twists it and it turns back on Pump. It wasn't, like, some super thing, like, where he reprogrammed it really quickly. No, like, he just turned the nozzle, pointing outward, and it's, like, pressed go. He
0: sprayed him with the garden hose. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> and just it just shrunk him, and instead of growing, now he's shrinking back. Like, because apparently if you turn it this way and turn it into, like, a faucet... It's upside it, down now. It now shrinks instead of <laughs> If it's of upside growing. down, that means it's backwards. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he shrinks him down and steps on him, and you hear a crunch. So you're like, oh, man did ray palmer just die turns out no later on he's just kind of like living in like a microverse inside the molecules of the guy's foot but it kicks off this whole thing where we've got this fanatical religious cult sect of candor just came out and they've been like slaughtering people inside of candor as well so it's like were were they even the ones saying help me or were the other people saying help me and then Ray Palmer just got the wrong sect I, of people I, I, I think what it
1: I think the way they were setting it up was that this guy Quar was trying to get them out mm-hmm. like like he's pushing for like we need we need help we need to get out so cuz I mean his crew alone collectively couldn't have done that help us on the bottle that had to have been all the Kandorians but then right at the point where he made sure... You know, just kind of like typical like comic book sci-fi thing... Where he made sure that he was amongst the first thousand with his followers. And then as soon as they got the opportunity... double cross, Kills everyone and shuts the portal. Screw those guys. These are the people that are, are, are the important ones. So he made sure that his followers were the first amongst the first thousand. And that was it. And all the other ones were idiots anyway that didn't deserve to live. They They labeled him uh, a maniac and whatnot, which is kind of weird that they would let him stand on the platform despite the fact that they labeled him crazy.
0: Yeah, he's crazy, but he's leading us. But, I mean,
1: well, the people that followed him, I think it kind of worked out kind of like, I would have loved to have seen with, like, they did all these little backup features to, like, all these different characters. I would have loved to see the one that led to, like, where he, like, double-crossed... Him finding the power? Like,
0: his Hitler moment where, like, the Weimar Republic kind of, like, like just kind of crumbled in just the right way where he can yeah where up. he
1: just kind of came to power and he's like look all of this came because we were small because we like brainache and all the people that can help us aren't doing anything so let's really push to get them to help us and he's getting all these followers and they're just like dude you're, you know you're a little crazy but we're gonna let you do what you do because like what else have we got going on yeah and, and he got them out too and, so. then he, and he got them out and he's just like and kill them all he's getting his campaign
0: promises in line <laughs>
1: yes yes he is He's the most honest politician. <laughs> so he just kills all of them, and then he holds up the bottle city, and he's like, well, I've got all my followers. Enough of you chumps, and just heat blasts it to death. Yeah. Blows apart the city. He's like, that's it. So that's the end of all the, the other Kryptonians. Well, Ray Palmer took out the perfect thousand people that I wanted. That's and it. And then that's it. I don't need any more of these suckers. We have enough. We could take over this planet and restart this will be our home base and we'll just start retaking over all the other things because we're freaking Kryptonians and no one's going to stop us
0: so like the whole high concept of this Bottle City Candor like gets out but they're a bunch of religious extremist fanatics and Laura who is struggling to find her way in the Amazon she knows she's Kryptonian she knows she's better than everything else she finally sees some people that are reflecting a lot of the same ideologies and worldviews. she drinks that
1: kool-aid she drinks the kool-aid and there's a hot boy in there too yeah because there's always got to be that hot boy that like wins her over it's honestly a blonde haired kryptonian Mm -hmm. it's like all right yep like blonde hair blue eyes like the matthew mcconaughey of kryptonians all right all right all right yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. goes by the name of ball yeah (laughs)
0: and he likes killing humans
1: and then she likes kind of
0: watching him, and going, "Are you sure you should be doing that?"
1: He was like, yeah. like,
0: "Fuck yeah, we should do this." Look, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's kind of hot. <laughs> but yeah, and then Batman, like, he's he's sending Carrie Kelly out, and he's got his uh, army of
1: Bat uh, boys, his army of Bat boys. They uh, are what the called hell are they? Bat boys? Are they called the Bat? No, boys? no it's like the Sons of the Bat. Sons they, of the they've Bat. They had so many different names: Sons of the Bat, uh, the Man of Bats. But I think I think they're sticking with Sons of the Bat. Um, again, they're always an afterthought. Like, the, the, the most poignant part they had was in the first uh, Dark Knight Returns, where he's, like, underground, and they all have the freaking thing, because they were essentially mutants, or part of the mutant gang, and then they all were like, screw, you beat our, our guy, you're our father now. Yep. And he's like, yeah, I'll be your bat daddy, you are now all the sons of the bat. And that was it. And then af- after that, it was all about Carrie,
0: who admittedly in this one... She's really good in this one. She's really good. She, she's holding her own. And again, She is like the person that you know is going to be taking over that mantle if and when Bruce Wayne dies.
1: Never. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I did would, you just say Lazarus
1: Pitt underneath your breath? I said never, but that also <laughs> Lazarus Pitt. Um, you I'd were like implying
0: to, Lazarus I'd Pitt. I'd
1: like to point out that I, I did like her characterization this time around. Also because she didn't have the creepy freaking Catwoman costume. She was in her own. She grew into her. I kind of liked her Catwoman costume. I, just, I like this new costume, too. and I know you don't like the colors on it. The uh, Every time Batman... Okay, couple in green. I, I would like to point out my biggest cons- my biggest thing with this is that every time Batman has picked out a costume for her, it always has some really weird implications. Yeah. Show, wear this. It shows your tits. Like, first he made her... Like, she she just tried it to be Robin. And then he's like, nah, you're not going to be Robin anymore. Fuck that. You're, here Here's a Catwoman costume. Skin tight. Didn't you used to bang Catwoman besides the point put it on <laughs> she put the fucking thing on now put it on at, slow at one point it's like I can't be Batman anymore so she pretends to be Batman and gets caught and they're like wait this is a chick not a dude this isn't Batman even though she's got all the cool stuff so then he's like I got you your own costume and it's like the fucking Lex Luthor slash Riddler colors yeah she
0: can't hide in the shadows with it's this shit it's like
1: the shit. Batman of Zur for from freaking um, <laughs> was it Morrison yeah from Morrison's run like uh, the crazy like Jester Batman like here you go <laughs> And she's just like, sure, I'll wear it. Thanks, Dad. Like, I was like, this is really good. Is that a Is that a bat symbol on my ass? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Fucking wear it. It's like, some people got Gap. I trademarked that shit. <laughs> bat on everything.
0: <laughs> I don't like to see you leave, but I'd love to watch you go.
1: <laughs> Notice that when she finally decides to get her own costume, it just looks like a good bat suit. Yeah. I'm just pointing out, every time he chose a costume for her, there's some really weird, crazy implications. She puts on another suit, and he's like, alright I like it Batwoman (laughs) should have done that all along (laughs) it's hot (laughs) fucking cool
0: (laughs) now now inject my knee with this serum because I can't fucking stand (laughs) there's a splash page of Carrie Kelly injecting like some kind of uh, some kind of like ointment or or some like antiseptic or epidural like straight into his kneecap so he can stand after one of his battles because this is a rough rough-looking Bruce Wayne. He was rough in Dark Knight Returns. He got rougher in Dark Knight Strikes Again. And this one, he's, like, barely functional, if not for his, like, suit, and he can stand with a cane and stuff like that. But he's still out there kicking ass.
1: Well, I think this was a... This probably the closest you got to, like, the Batman Beyond Mm storyline, where he just finally admits he's over the hill. Like, because in the first one, he uh, fought Superman to a freaking standstill, and then... They thought he died, and he's underground, like, literally training all of these people to do to take over. And the other one, he comes out of retirement and faces Lex Luthor and takes the punishment just to... He serves it as, as a distractor and takes the beating so that Lex Luthor literally, you know, feeds into his plan and... Then he goes ahead and tells him, like, yeah, I knew you were doing this all along. We have someone to fix this. I just wanted to be here to see your face. I was like, but you let him beat the... Sh- for no reason. So, why? Um, and so, all, he... It finally shows, like, all of that is taking uh, a thing. Yeah. And so, he's... All
0: that stupid decision of letting Lex Luthor beat the shit.
1: <laughs> so, he, he's just like... Just for I, his pride. In fact, they even tease that when they capture her as an, unre- uh, like an unreliable narrator... They're like, "Where's Bruce Wayne?" And he's like, "He's freaking dead." And he's he's on his life's last life. He told me that he wasn't gonna make it, and I watched him die. Come to find out, obviously, he is still very much alive. But um, he like he didn't want to let on that like the story that he told her to tell is pretty close. Like he knows he cannot keep up with this. Of course, shit goes down, and he puts on an iron Batman suit. So besides the point, because he's like, "Well, fuck it, I got one more in me." Almost like he's like he's like this is it I got my last it one
0: M- got to M- make a eight, it 8 count. mile moment yeah got one shot do not lose your chance to flow and he doesn't miss his shot like he he actually pulls out some really cool tricks we've also got a uh, commissioner Yindel coming back from Dark Knight Returns yeah and was she the one that uh, basically
1: interrogated um, uh, Carrie Kelly or was she just kind of like no she was she was in there interrogating it and trying to figure out like what's your obsession with like this guy, why are you listening to this dude? Like, he's clearly out of his frickin' mind. And she's like, well, you just don't understand him. Yeah. So it reads like, you don't, almost like a Harley Joker's Twitch, like, you don't understand my pudding, mm. but... That but, is a really cool uh,
0: analogy for that, because, like, it's not as abusive as the other one, but he is, like, really putting her in danger.
1: Yeah, like, like he, he's a big voice. She She's a tool in his arsenal, but he, like, she has, I mean, it's not a romantic interest in him, but she has this profound almost like a father-daughter relationship where she will go ahead and go to the ends of the earth. She put herself in harm's way, and then he jailbreaks her. And, like, the way she jailbreaks is she literally hides, like, the freaking bat, uh, bat machine. It's not even a, a, a Batmobile anymore. The bat tank comes out and smashes up the the thing. She climbs out and hides, but hides under the spokes of it. So when they go into the, the to, to uh, identify the vehicle to see if she's in there and go to like kill her it just fucking drives off and she's like hiding un- holding on to it yeah. as it's climbing up so like i also much... really like
0: that she's still kind of scarred up from the yeah. last one too so it's like she's wearing the scars too and you can see her kind of mature with everything else as well like... but he
1: acknowledges that she's definitely uh, like meant to do this and she's far better than he ever expected far better than that Jason Todd shit. better than that fake-ass joker dick grayson everyone's fucking better than jason (laughs) at least has a robin
0: yeah so uh we start getting into this stuff uh we just kind of set everything together like wonder woman's out in the amazon she's raising the baby uh what's his name john is it john i think i think it's i think it's john they kind of kept it with john for this one um and Everyone's slowly starting to come together after Laura makes the, the criminal mistake of letting loose the most powerful race of super racists and supremacists that have ever existed on Earth. And then they immediately start storming Gotham and causing whole sorts of shit. Superman breaks himself out or, or Wonder Woman or someone breaks him out. No, it was uh, Bruce Wayne and Carrie Kelly going yeah. there break him out and they're like listen dude like we've got some bad shit going down we need you to come over here and immediately he's like encased in some kind of rock and thrown in the bottom of the river
1: well first they they go ahead Terry and and Bruce go up there and they try to stop him out of it and they're like is this even gonna work cause like dude's sitting there encased in ice and then he's like wake up you bitch wake up time to get up and like nothing's working Lucy says what it's like like, come on super dick (laughs) it's like he's like That's we'll why. put
0: my ass crack on his nose
1: he's like I don't got <laughs> time for you? this I'm sick of dealing with you and your people and then all of a sudden he's like did you say my people <laughs> and he just gets up and he's like what does that mean he's like what, what do you mean my people and he gets up and he's just like alright and then he finds out that there's these um, that these uh, uh, Kryptonians that are out and about um, and they're put an ultimatum on there and of course I, I'm assuming that this is carryover from the previous storyline, they're calling for Batman's Head on a Pike. Because Gotham wants Batman's head on a pike, but they're like, eh, he's a he's her like guy. He, he, he's like the uncle. We kinda let him come and go as he pleases. Yeah. Like we'll arrest him if he get if he shows up. But you know, we can't really kick him out of the family. But then they're like um they come down and they're like, we'll give you an ultimatum. You have seventy two hours to turn over Batman. Or, no, sorry, 20... Was it 26 hours to turn over Batman? I thought it was 48 hours.
0: I don't know. It, it was, I, I know It's a it, number.
1: I know it ended it's with... It's a deadline. I know it's it's like, an ultimate. It's like, if if by hour 27, we don't have him, and I know it ended in 7, he's like, we'll, we'll turn this whole city to ash. And it's like, and we can absolutely do that. So, when Superman goes to confront them, um, they, of course, take him, like, it, the, the conflict winds up right outside the Fortress of Solitude. And this is, like, really weird, because they threw him, like, a goo, like, a black matter goo that turned him into, like, a prison. So it's almost kind of like they hit him with that freaking cellophane from Superman 2. Mm-hmm. I was like, you wondered what the fuck it did? Well, apparently, if it turns black, it covers you in some, like, immobile goo. And then they blasted him and melted the entire, like, Fortress of Solitude on top of him. And he's... All that's left is a puddle. And he's just basically in, in, like almost like wolverine just encased that in, in this version of adamantium where he just can't move and he's done and it's the weight of a galaxy essentially or like a like a, per, a what is it a weaponized black hole yeah because they called it black matter mm-hmm. um and so the only person that had enough that was an actual credible threat to them he they beat they beat him the first time soundly so, and they also broke the Flash's legs. Well, because the whole I think the whole point was to show, like, they got rid of the Atom, they got rid of the Flash by, like, literally just racing into him and smashing his legs. They took out Superman. So all the heroes, one by one, are falling. And Superman's heart really wasn't in the battle to begin with because he was already, dis, like, disassociated from humanity. And now here comes these Kryptonians, and he's supposed to, what, beat them into submission? So he, he wasn't into it. So all he did was go out with a bang. And all that was left was... There's Green Lantern, who received a severe power down in this one. And then there's freaking Laura, who's drinking the Kool-Aid. And Batgirl. And that's... Those are your heroes that are left to kind of fight everything. And then Wonder Woman, who's not really a hero. She's like, that's their problem. I got the Amazons. We're good. Yeah.
0: She's, she's off on her own island. She's caring for her kid. Like, her kids are priority, and her domain is her priority. So she's staying off in the Amazon. And then she's there to just defend it if anything happens. Which... Stupid bitch Laura, because she's a little teenager and she's making googly eyes with this white supremacist, I mean, Kryptonian supremacist, leads them straight over to Amazon later on. So they have to have like this big showdown. But before we do that, we start to see like them kind of recuperating. So Batman got the shit kicked out of him again.
1: We saw that the atom wasn't really dead. He's in the microverse. let's call it that. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to call it the atomverse. Holding on to molecules and bracing himself so that he's not shrinking anymore.
0: Yeah, um, Flash, he's got his legs broken, but they still make good use of him. I think this is a great... That was actually the smartest thing. This is thing so good. They were like, listen, you see everything a lot faster than we do, so we're just going to hook your brain up to this machine, and you're going to be the guy coordinating all this you,
1: stuff. You're also. like our oracle. You right? are, yeah. So you work faster than any machine. You're going to make So he sees everything in
0: slow motion, whereas everything else is um, slow. There is a
1: running storyline, although he really didn't add much to it with Green Lantern. And again, like I said, he received a severe power down. And I think it's just because he was already established in the world as being so powerful, Mm. and so much so that the last time we saw him as an entity, he managed to destroy all the satellites around the world. So, I mean, if he had that much power to begin with, it would have been short work for the Kryptonians. All right, we took over Gotham. SWAT. So now he has (laughs) the the wives of Quar? Yeah, because Quar, he's a classic guy. He's got a harem. Um, He's got some bitches. Yeah, he got some bitches. He's got the five wives of Quar. You You know, he was. And Laura to be one of his. So, um, and I think Ball is his son. So Mm -hmm. his son is Ball.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I named you after my favorite body part
1: (laughs) (laughs) from which you sprang! (laughs) It would be fruitful. (laughs) Ball, continue the bloodline that began with my balls. (laughs) So, um, he sent out, um, uh, th- these, um, his wives out in the world, and they're, like, outside of the freaking uh, Sphinx in Egypt, and in comes flying, um, Green Lantern. Now, he's not in his green form, because, again, it was established in Dark Knights that he gave up his humanity when the world went to crap, and Superman was a government lapdog, and they turned, like, all the heroes started disappearing, so he flew off and embraced his ring and became a being of pure willpower. But in the Dark Knight Strikes, um, Dark Knight Strikes again, he slowly regained his humanity. So much so that when he flew down to Earth, He was just like, let's fuck. Like, they're, they're talking to him, and they're like, oh my god, Green Lantern, you're so powerful. We can't fuck with you. You're so powerful. It's like, I'm like, we're just gonna surrender. I was like, we're gonna surrender ourselves. And they all start circling him, almost like a freaking piranha school. And I'm like, dude, come on. Come uh-huh. on, and they're like, they grab him, like, "Oh, look at that strong arm!" And as soon as they hold his arm, they fucking la- laser his like hand that holds the power ring. They cut it off, like you were. And they're like, "Oh, oh I, I guess." Isn't Aladdin stealing an apple? Yeah, I guess you're not a god after all. You're just a dumb human. And they let him drop, and then they throw his hand out into like space. That was a really cool scene. And I love that. scene. And then uh, we find out not much is going on because in in the um. There's these little backup storylines that are dedicated to each character. So we get to find out his journey where he's wrapped his hand and he's walking through the desert and he's following a beacon, but he can't quite narrow it down and it's led him here. And this guy's like, I got what you're looking for. He's like, but what will you do for me? And he's like, well, I'm going to take what's mine. And he's like, how are you going to do it? It's like, I can't just hand it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Are you hungry? I got chicken fingers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got slow roasted pork knuckle.
1: <laughs>
0: They're like, you're just rubbing what? it in now.
1: What you don't like finger foods? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's like it's holding a, a, a box, and of course this is pre um, Jeff Johns is right on that um, where he doesn't where he still has the. Uh, yellow impurity well
0: either way like it it is in a different continuity so even if Jeff Johns
1: well I'm saying like Jeff Johns established that that impurity like all future Green Lantern projects for the most part got rid of that impurity but this is like pre that being established like they went with that continuity where like yellow doesn't work so he had the powers of a god, but apparently, if you put him in a yellow box, so his ring is so no longer can you fell him with a yellow baseball bat. So his hand is just sitting there in this box, and he manages to knock these guys out. Open the box, it comes out, and like a superpowered thing from the Adams family, just beats the crap out. That of That is them.
0: really cool. How it's just a, a
1: fist floating in front of him, yeah, that he's using to blast everything, and like he's basically phantom looming it up from a distance yeah. he just needed to make sure that it wasn't captured at anything that's that a low. that's
0: a good image and uh like it's worth saying too like the first couple backups they're n- it seems like you know it's just written by a, a drawn by a like a rotating cast yeah. of artists He had uh edward Risso in the first one john remedia jr on the next one um there was i think another guy that kind of Klaus jansen was also in there too he was actually the first one ray palmer's backup but then, slowly but surely, you start seeing that Frank Miller is drawing the rest of them. So I think after the first three, Frank Miller starts drawing him again. And he's got some really good art. Like the one where uh, Batgirl, uh, Batwoman goes and tries to fetch Superman out of the river, and then Aquaman pops up. That's a really yeah. striking image of Aquaman. And he keeps it up throughout the rest of it. It's just like you got it back, man. Like, you can draw, but he's given, like, little spurts that he can draw from it. And I also believe that he's probably even the one drawing him, or at least plotting, like, the whole thing that's going on in the background stories to at least give him something.
1: I I think, I I honestly feel like, the storyline for the plot points definitely strike as Miller's game plan. I just think that the interactions between them were done by Azarella. As far as, like, the dialogue and stuff to make sure that it went on point, that there was good character development, that there wasn't any, like, just random, like, (laughs) fuck that guy. Yeah, he was just like, no,
0: listen, Frank, uh, I really like this interaction, but how many times are you going to call him a punk-ass bitch? And
1: and you know why? (laughs) In this one-word balloon. And you know why you could tell that Azarell wrote it? Because no one just randomly stopped the fuck. Yeah. (laughs) No one was just like, hey, 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 Wonder Woman, tap that ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, (laughs) my bitch. Like, even the freaking guy that was like, flirting uh even ball who was like flirting with Wonder Woman, was just or with laura was just like hey you're with me now right that's it he wasn't trying like they had one makeout session that one yeah. and then she turned around and she's like and he's like you like that she's like no i don't think i did like that i like this so she makes out with him and that's it they didn't go to like sky humping like yeah, the, like the first crashing like, whole battleships <laughs> you sunk my battleship with your libido <laughs> so i uh, definitely a re like strained miller vision but the plot points were definitely Miller because again, it's very much a Superman story that's not a Superman story. <laughs> yeah, this
0: this very much is a Superman story. Like every single villain that he's faced in all of the Dark Knight Returns, like has basically been Superman villains. Like we, we fought was... Lex Luthor, we fought Brainiac, um, we fought, we fought Superman Holmes. in the first one, we fought Superman in the first one, and in the next one, Carrie Kelly is like the Golden Child. They're gonna fight Dark Side. You know, so it's it's very much like Frank is just like, "Are you sure I can't write Superman? <laughs> Can I please
1: write Superman?" I'm gonna I'm gonna play with the characters anyway. Tell me what the fucking Fuck them up worse. Yeah. If you don't give them to me just to do it, I'm just gonna make them fucking horrible. It's, it's kind of like, it, it's kind of like he's like, "Can I play with the judge? He goes, No, you get the Barbies. It's like, all right, well, this one is Joe, Scarlet. <laughs> this one's Snake Eyes. He's just like, I'll do it all. <laughs> He's <laughs> even go
0: as far as to do the the PSAs.
1: <laughs> Pork chop sandwiches. Knowing <laughs> is half the battle. Fuck you, you don't <laughs> tell me what to do. I'm fucking Frank Miller. <laughs> I'll play a fucking GI Joe's fight once. So, so that's all is within the wheelhouse. And um, uh, Batman of course comes to form. And um, once they get Superman, uh, like, they go ahead and get Superman back. And they're like, look, dude, <laughs> your plan didn't work. Talking to them, trying to, like, punch a couple of them out. Like, we need something thorough. So um, while they're doing their big thing and their time's, like, almost up, they've been seeding the, the uh, clouds with uh, synthetic kryptonite.
0: That is a real. So, they're all game.
1: flying above Gotham getting ready to, like, laser blast, and all of a sudden they just start dropping from the sky, because green clouds knock them out, yeah. um, with the exception of Ball, who was away from that. And then
0: Superman is, like, fully enc- encased again. Yeah. Like, it, it, Superman just can't not be encased in something else. Exactly. He's encased in, like, uh, was it lead? Yeah. He's encased in, like, total lead, so the, crypto, uh, the kryptonite dropping down on top of him, he's just like, he stands there like the juggernaut. He's like got no neck and he's just like, yeah,
1: that's cool. I always use protection except we don't fuck it. I got all these kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, um. So, yeah, um, once he. The, they start dropping like flies, Quar's plan is like slowly unraveling because these ants, the, the people that were supposed to bow down to him. Now, the the very same people that quickly turned on Batman, which I did like the dynamic of how Azarol wrote it, which was, like, showing man at its ugliest because Batman had been saving the city. Everyone was behind Batman except for the police who were like, he's a vigilante and he needs to be stopped. And they're like, fuck that, he's Batman. He's he's back and he's making things better. And then they're like, aliens like, give us Batman or we'll kill you. Fuck that guy, we're gonna kill that Batman. Yeah. We're gonna string that motherfucker up for you so you leave us the fuck alone. And then... Um, Batman comes saves the day and they're like, oh, we're going to fuck those guys up cuz they made us try to fuck you up, dude. We got you. We have been with you the whole time." So they start taking out like and beating the crap out of the Kryptonians. Um and I think that's what probably sparks Superman's like, "Oh wow, people don't suck." Yeah. Cuz like none he then people he's People are actually pretty cool. I can come out
0: of this casing." Yeah, you know, Kryptonite rain, he's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> he puts it back on, but it's in this scene that Batman dies. Sort of <laughs> no! <laughs> Don't say that. This is out of continuity. So this, uh, this well, is an alternate universe elsewhere well, story.
1: Tell me that Batman really dies, this, Bruno. This is the problem. It's like they they were just afraid to pull the trigger. They like literally as they're all falling, as the the people are rising up. Kor has, is, is like is like dying, and he's like, I will not be shown up by this stupid human. And as he's flying away and like kind of half falling. He, like, looks down, and his eye blasts, like, a, a beam of heat vision, and it punctures right through Batman's suit, which, again, I call bullshit, because he's wearing an armor suit. He's gonna fight Kryptonians. He didn't laser-proof that shit. Oh, he did. But it still hit him, and yeah, it went through, and then you see the heart rate monitor. Put an
0: anti-laser repellent.
1: <laughs> that motherfucker- like bat spray coating. That motherfucker found, like, the one chink in, like, the Death Star armor that is Batman's suit. It's like he found that little freaking pod that's, like, six centimeters long and just blasted it. So Superman uh, sees Batman's dying, and he's, like, doing the math, and he, like, races um, across. We don't know where to. Holding Batman's body, we're thinking, like, maybe he's trying to take him to, like, like, a satellite or something, to, like, some... No, He's like,
0: oh, we need to get your fingerprints one last time so we can launch the final weapons. No, he takes him to the Lazarus pits, and, and drops like, him in, and guess what? This old, boring, like, decrepit Batman that was actually really engaging for this and gave Carrie Kelly a reason to live and exist within this world dips him in there and comes out as young Bruce Wayne. Yep. What the fuck? And this happened in, like, was it, like, the same issue or was it just, like, just the next issue? So there was no suspense whatsoever. This death well, did not matter. Well,
1: there was the. the it, it, we knew he was alive but they all thought he was dead because they were like the whole thing is like as he's dying he's like don't tell Kelly or Carrie don't tell Carrie and he goes freaking like I want her to be surprised when she comes home and then like he's that, and then Batman's like flying uh, Superman's flying Batman and drops him in the Lazarus pit and he's like mm, better than Viagra comes back in and <laughs> then <laughs> like comes back up and then he's just like man I didn't want this They said he should be careful if the erection lasts longer than four hours how long is this shit gonna last <laughs> He's just going
0: around just knocking shit
1: off. <laughs> just closing it in doors. That's, that's why people that get dropped in the Lazarus pit are angry because they've had that erection for way yeah. too long.
0: The UPS man comes over. You're signing for the package.
1: You go to close the door. You're like, fuck my da- <laughs> Shut my damn dick in the, the door. Uh, and so now um, he is actually fine. Meanwhile, um, Laura lets slip that she has a brother. And they know that she's half... Uh, Kryptonian, so they're like, but there's a second one of you. Hmm. So like half Kryptonian, half uh, Amazon, and it's a boy. And you're probably impervious to magic. You know, I've always wanted a child. Shut up, ball. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> he was talking to his real ball. He's <laughs>
1: uh, it, <it's> like, <laughs> I've got, I've got two balls and only one kid. Named he looked ball. down at his scrotum. He was like, Shut up, ball. Uh, what's really funny is that the guy ball got like a kryptonite, like it was like a kryptonite BB slingshot into his eye and his face blew up because he's got kryptonite allergy oh that was cool so he's got like kryptonite allergy like oh no yeah. I'm having kryptonite anaphylaxis See my girl does <laughs> <laughs> look like the elephant man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I'm not pretty anymore dad he's like damn I need another one <laughs> wait you've got a brother sold so they go to, Am- to the Amazon and it's at this point that I think Laura's loyalty is kind of, like, wavering. Because she's, like... At this point, she she's, like... She doesn't want to fight her mom, but she also, like... Well, she's always been, like, fuck humans. But then yeah. she's, like, I love the Amazons because they're not, like, humans. And then there's my brother. So she goes and flies off to try to um, say to, to help brother. And, like, mom still thinks she's against him because she's been seeing that he's leading the charge. So, so she's, like, mom, let me help. And he's, like, they're coming. You don't understand. Like, they sent me here ahead... Um, and she's like, well, I know, and we're ready too. And the fucking Amazons come out, and they're on on their home turf, so they're immortal there. So he's mm-hmm. like, bring it on, bitches. So it's Amazons versus the remaining um, Kandorans, and uh, it basically becomes a giant free-for-all. Yeah. With uh, newly reinvigorated Batman suddenly showing up and uh, putting fucking Kor in his fucking place. Yeah. That whole battle scene was really cool to me. Oh, was, and then the, also,
0: like, in the background, too, we had some things running. And I'm pretty sure it just kind of, like, wrapped up from there. Yeah, like, it, it was. It, it, it made short work of the rest of the series after that. Had a decent battle scene. It was over. And then we got to see Officer Yendel come back just to die at the hands of the crazy Nazi with the swastika boobies.
1: Do you want to guess what that Nazi's <clears> name <throat> was? What's her name again? Bruno. Is it Bruno? Dead serious. Bruno. Bro, uh, take that shirt off, boy. Let me see if have tatties. I do not have swastika titties. <laughs> I'd like to point that out. No, um, oh, there, there was, we forgot really quick, the return of Ray Palmer. That fixes a lot of that. Oh, yeah. Um, As as Corey's like, I will not stand for this, Ray pops up, and he's like, yeah, you will. And he, like, like, literally in a reverse scene of what happens, so, like, he pops up from his foot, pushes him off balance, punches him, and, like... That's it. You're the one that's going to get fucking shrink-blasted, bitch. And he, he
0: turns back the Marvin Martian shrink-ray, blasts him.
1: Does he? Yeah. Okay, I kind of remember. Um, and then it leads to, you know, like, Gotham coming together. And that's when you've got the Bruno, um, because at this point now, the Joker's been awfully quiet. So we have uh, Yindel who's, like, basically going ahead and taking the Joker... And it turns out that... well, it's not really the Joker. It's a, like a bunch of Jokers. It's the sons of Jokers. The sons they're, of they're Jokers. The sons of
0: bats. Kind of like a, when Batman Beyond, how they had like the Joker cult.
1: Yeah, the Jokers with a Z. This mm-hmm. is the the son of the Jokers that were inspired. That's what I said. Like the Joker is really quiet. There's been no mention of him. So now you've got the ones that were inspired by the Jokers, and they're led by his lieutenant Bruno, which is because it's Mark Miller. There has to be swastika boobies. Some Mark Miller. I mean Mark Miller. Frank Miller. I mean
0: Mark Miller would put swastika boobies on a lot of things, but. But I saw it it, kick ass. Yes, that's that's true.
1: Okay, apparently, if your name is Miller, you have to have swastika boobies at some point in your work, and you have to refer to it as best as you can. Yeah. Um. Oh, I do like I, I do I do like how they got rid of the remaining Candroid, uh, which was really great. Basically, he unleashes a bunch of bats on them, and they all because they're banking on the same on them having the same impulses as humans. ...to pre- preserve themselves. So as they're getting blasted, like, attacked by all these bats... ...they turn their heat beams on... ...and start blasting one each other... ...and knocking each other out of the sky. <laughs> so it's just like... The, ...the way they killed all these crazy... ...is literally letting them heat laser themselves to death... ...while fighting off a bunch of bats. Yeah, so... ...that's pretty much...
0: ...to sum up... ...everything to do with Batman Master Race... That ...that is the whole story right there. Like... ...rooter to snooter... ...we've got it... ...it's a good entertaining story... Um, it is readable.
1: It is definitely a good comic which is book story. something
0: that we couldn't say for Dark Knight Strikes Again. Um, is it the best Batman story? I wouldn't say so. I no. think it, it's, it, it plays too much of the Frank Miller stuff without going as far as Frank Miller would have taken it. It's, and I'm kind of missing that component for it. I'm missing that,
1: like, that super experimentalism. I would like to point out that Bruno, in the, the, the background, or the, uh for it. Not only does she have Swastika boost, but she's got Thundercrotch.
0: She does have a Thundercrotch.
1: <laughs> Wait, that's an
0: alternate cover. Which, by the way, we didn't get into that one. This series has so many damn alternate covers. There's a whole book that's like 144 pages of nothing but alternate covers for this. Like Frank Miller really it likes it.
1: crazy. That's not sexy enough. Thundercrotch
0: action. <laughs> she's gonna <laughs> bat on her ass. But yeah, so, at the end, this is a good story. Yeah. I would recommend this to anybody. I would recommend if you're looking for a good follow-up to the Dark Knight Returns, this is where you want to go to. Um, you and could actually really, almost
1: kind of skip Strikes Again, even though there's some...
0: Everything that you needed to know about Strikes Again was wrapped up. Yeah. and Like, and... just just the good parts were taken, the bad parts were just completely forgotten.
1: Yeah, like, it almost... This almost actually does seem like a good follow Because, again, it starts off literally point for point where Strikes Again does, where we think Batman's dead turns out he's not. You could almost skip Strikes Again. I'd say still read it for for its value and stuff. For the psychological... Yes. That and Holy
0: Terror make like a really good combination together.
1: But as far as the storyline goes, if you read Dark Knight uh, Returns and then you skipped right to Master Race, you wouldn't miss anything because the beginning plot points for it kind of leave off because in the the end of Dark Knight uh, Returns, he's sitting in the thing with the Sons of the Bat and he's like, just you wait. And I thought it was a, more of a natural progression because he still had a budding relationship with Carrie and he turned her into essentially a Batwoman, which was a lot better. Carrie though.
0: became a capable leader in her own right in this one.
1: And like, she didn't need to go through that weird Catwoman transition that happened for no reason. The artwork is substantially better The storyline is more focused and tells a good comic book story and doesn't get bogged down by its own politics but still has time to throw in a couple of social commentaries like having freaking um trump at the end being like we'll have a satellite and we're gonna put up a bet uh, a net the biggest net you'll ever see so no more of those aliens come through Mm -hmm. i was like come on if that's not biting commentary on his thing with the wall what is
0: yeah so it's it's really good. I, I recommend this one. The only big problem I have is that Bruce Wayne should have stayed dead in this one. They, they should have Carrie just Killian committed really to it. really should have just gone through it. There was no commitment to this one. It's just like, they got to the point, and then Brian Nazarello was just like, you know what, I can't just kill but, Bruce but, Wayne and Frank Miller's
1: thing. I want him to write that. I mean, in all fairness, how many times have they take Superman off the board? Why not do that permanently, too? Because This the, is an Elseworlds f- story. You could take him off the board. First off, he's sitting in ice. Like, he literally was impotent. Yeah. super impotent like I'm so it's like the ultimate cold shower I'm like I'm so impotent I'm not going to move I already have two kids I am good just, yep. just put my balls on ice <laughs> yep and then freaking and then they layer him in like black matter like he's wrapped in a galaxy and buried in ice nope still not the coldest shower I've ever had nah. I'll be back <laughs>
0: So there we have it, guys. Dark Knight 3, The Master Race. Go ahead and read it. There are nine issues. You should have no problem finding them. Yeah. Um, the backups with Frank Miller starting to get his groove back after uh, Holy Terror. Like, it's it's nice to see him kind of coming back around to himself. Uh, he's probably never going to be back to himself, as we're going to see uh, next week when we go through and read the other two follow-ups he did to this. Um, Last Crusade
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Golden Child. Yeah but it's there and i think from all that i've been seeing that i'm i'm okay with this frank miller even though it might not be the best
1: we also have a nice little bonus surprise that's uh doesn't take place in the dark knights universe uh, but a, a crossover nonetheless
0: oh we do the batman spawn so crossover we do
1: batman and spawn which i
0: like to think is in continuity
1: it, it could very well be. I mean, Spawn's continuity And should have so- been
0: the first time where DC was just like, maybe we shouldn't let him keep fighting Batman. <laughs> because that was kind of bad. <laughs> so uh, next week we're going to be covering those three one-shots. And also, stay tuned for Wednesday. When we come back, we're going to be giving you our burn ointment for Dark Knight 3, The Master Rake. So if you read this one, I, I hope you enjoyed it. But if you were even like nonplussed by it, then we also have a couple things that will supplement it pretty well when you see our burn ointment. Definitely stuff you want to to your local comic shop with. Yeah. Uh, delve through those back issues. Just talk to the guy at the front. He'll go ahead and order that stuff for you. It'll be mm-hmm. no problem. So in the meantime, guys, my name is Nick. My name is Bruno. So good night, and I'm going to try something new here. Uh-oh. Feel the burn.
1: All right. Keep it, trashy readers.
0: Oh, God, it burns.